Hi, my name is Shirley Bilson, and I'm your host for the Revelation podcast. This podcast is about reinvention, courageous goal setting, and inclusive thinking for results. It's a mix of personal journey, reinvention stories, strategies, and exploring the critical role of what goes on between your ears, taking a conscious look at unconscious thinking. Always remember, if you jump in deep enough, you don't have time to be scared. Good morning, podcast listeners. What will people think? You might be thinking, what do you mean, what will people think? That whole phrase is so common, you know, amongst women in general, but when we go through menopause, it's like we travel through a tunnel that is filled with amplification of every tiny little fragment of self-doubt or inadequacy that we might have felt in the past, but we had it under control. You know, those moments of, can I do this? Which are completely normal and human suddenly become no, you can't. What were you thinking? In, you know, massive sound surround that that they drown out anything else. And one of those common features that gets really amplified is what will other people think? And we might have always, as I say, always carried this and kind of managed it on a lot of levels you know we've we've got through life by maybe adjusting the way we behave in certain situations with certain people maybe not being quite as assertive as we might be and kind of wistfully thinking yeah it'd be nice to be like that person that can confidently sail through relationships and meetings not seeming to massively upset anybody uh, and yet seeming to to get you know, the kind of life that we'd quite like to have, maybe, or all the relationships that we might quite like to have, maybe. But, you know, those kind of people that you think, oh, how do they do that? And, but it, but we're okay with it. We go, oh, yeah, but my life's, oh, my life's okay. My life's, well, I don't mean okay. I mean, my life's good. But then we get to menopause and we start to question. Suddenly, everything is thrown into relief. Uh, the things that we thought were good, we're not so sure about anymore. The things we thought we were good at, we're not so sure we even want anymore. It's like any of the tiniest doubts, as I said, become amplified. And that's how we get so lost. Because if you enter a room where everybody's shouting something negative and doubt-filled and, you know, questioning your very existence never mind your ability to do anything it's no wonder you get to a place where you feel totally overwhelmed and lost and questioning you know what is the point of anything any relationship any work any thing you do even you know putting on makeup getting dressed what's the point in any of it and i began this with you know what about what people think what do people think and the only reason i really chose that one was because that was as ever top of my mind this morning and it's something that i've 
despite external appearances, a lot of people know me think I'm super confident, I don't really care, that I, I'm quite okay expressing my opinions, I can be quite vocal, you know, nothing bothers me, but nothing could be further from the truth. You know, that is a kind of armour that I've acquired because I was so sensitive to what other people thought about me or about what I was doing or, or about my intentions. And, you know, we don't want to go into a little bit of, oh, woe is me, self-analysis here. That's not what any of us want. But as ever, I just want to share this stuff with you because I hope it has resonance that if it echoes anything you're feeling, you're not alone. But it doesn't mean that you can't ever get through it. But if you're feeling maybe something like this, suddenly it matters more than ever what other people think. Suddenly it matters so much what other people think. You have no idea what you think anymore. You're so busy trying to do the right thing by others that you don't know what the right thing is for you. And that is a very, very, very slippery slope into an abyss. And the way out of that is to is to get focused, to get help if necessary, and get clear on re-establishing, reconnecting, actually finding that tiny, tiny, like delving down deep. Like where is that voice amidst all of this cacophony of criticism and doubt? Where is the tiny, tiny voice that says, you're okay? You're pretty good at some things. Why don't you do this? You're really good at that. Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, relationships or it's just a sense of ourselves of who the hell are we? We're in there. You're in there. And it's never straightforward to, to shut out all of that cacophony because it's very easy. You know, it's a classic. <laughs> I know it's, it's been a while since there have been any such things as busy bars, but remember the day when bars were busy things and you had to stand and wait at a crowded bar to get served. And maybe you on occasions have felt really frustrated or angry that you've been standing patiently for quite some time and then some big tall loud person swings in by waving a big note and gets served ahead of everybody else that's a bit what it's like when you're going through this tunnel of menopause and, and like it's it is like a tunnel you can't see the light the sound is bouncing off the walls and it's all negative sound and you know the ability to find a tiny pinprick of light that's you, that tiny, supportive, you can do this, you're capable voice, is really hard to find. But it doesn't mean you've lost it, doesn't mean it's gone anywhere. If anything, if we can look on this as a gift, I know, some flipping cliche, isn't it? But look on it as a gift and think, okay, where's the gift in this? This is my opportunity to say no more. This is my my reason for being right now is to discover who the hell I am, what I'm about, what I care about, what I want. That's my reason for being right now, irrespective of where I am in life, who I'm with, what job I'm doing. My sole task is to figure out who the hell I am and what matters to me. And excuse me, you know, sod everything else and everybody else. I don't mean that in a literal way, like you, you know, 
you don't care. You do care. You wouldn't be listening to these podcasts if you weren't someone who cared. Caring can sometimes be the thing. And you might think, well, I have to stop caring. And I, I think that's, if I go back to my story, well, I went through a long period and I don't care, don't care, don't care. You know, that was my stock phrase. I don't care. Why would I care? I don't care. Classic teenager. I don't care. Don't care. Well, that doesn't, that's not true. That's just a, I don't know how to deal with this. I know. Let's swing to the opposite end of the spectrum where I've moved from caring so much it just hurts because I feel criticised in everything I do or am to don't care about anybody, doesn't matter, can't hurt me. And there's this wall of armour. Instead, this is your time in life to, if you've been swinging between one extreme and another and not really finding that middle ground, it's because you haven't found confidence in you yet. And just make that your mission. Your mission is to find out who the hell you are, what matters to you, what's important, what you care about, and and feel a strength within you to be confident about that in a way that's different to, I don't care, I don't care, but is not, oh, okay, I'll, I'll just disappear, don't you worry about me, you just have everything you want. It's that assertive place in the middle of feeling brave and you know, my experience, this podcast, if you like, is is a kind of expression of that. Not totally, uh, but it's very easy to shy away. And I share this, to shy away from being a bit bolder, taking that extra big step that you perhaps have always thought or for a long time thought, oh, you know, wouldn't it be good if, or maybe imagine living that kind of life or, Oh, sorry, that was me hitting the desk with my knees. Um, just sat on a stool. Got a standing desk, sorry, slight aside, as ever. Bought myself a standing desk. Great, but my legs ache so much. I've got to get this happy compromise. Anyway, back to where we were. Where were we? I don't know. Uh, yeah, adjust. I, I might not have been here, but I'll get back to it. Adjusting who we are according to what we think other people want us to be, where we think we should be. Oh, that was it. Missing out on those bigger kind of goals that we might have had that we've shelved for some reason. We've come to a decision. Maybe it was to do with having children. You know, we thought, oh, well, you know, yeah, I used to have those dreams, but not now. Maybe. It's not like maybe it was a job that we ended up in that we got quite good at, but it's not, it's kind of taken us on a dive, you know, we've completely deviated from where we thought we were going. And it's kind of okay, but it's not really what we wanted, but we figure, well, yeah, but this is what I do now. This is where my skills are. I can't do that thing anymore. I'm too old. It's too late. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever story we tell ourselves. And underpinning all of that perhaps is is really what would other people think what would they think if I were to do that thing what what would happen if I wasn't actually good at it oh my goodness what would people think then and I have found in my own business whenever I've and this is the story I've told myself whenever I've stepped out through through menopause as I say remember it's a big amplification tool when I try to step out and go, no, I can do this, I can do this. 
and some tiny little thing you mean tiny thing that if you took it in the scale of everything in your life you go really someone didn't like that or someone said this or something went wrong you go yeah but how many things have gone right how many people have thought what you did was great how many people have you helped get results just put things into context get things into balance crack on you know learn anything there might be to learn adjust move on expand keep on going but instead i maybe like you have used that as an excuse to step back it's like you know you slightly open the door of or maybe you see that light at the end of the tunnel you think oh my goodness oh and you get there and you and then you're so used to being in the flipping tunnel that the light is like oh oh gosh what's that like and you and you retreat oh no i'm not sure what's out there i don't know what's out there i know what's in here it's loud and it's scary but hey i'm used to it i'll stay where i am thanks and it's always your choice always it is not for me or for anybody else to tell you what you want, how you want it, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. No, but it is a question I would pose is maybe just to ask yourself, do you even know who you are, what you want? When was the last time you asked yourself that question? When was the last time you actually hoped and dreamed for something like a big ambition, like you might've done when you were younger? Have you dismissed it? Have you shelved it? Is it something small? It doesn't have to be something enormous, like, I don't know, being on a TEDx stage, which is not enormous these days, lots of people do that, or, you know, writing a million bestseller, New York Times bestseller list, or being an Oscar winner. You know, it doesn't have to be an enormous kind of ambition. It could just be a small ambition, like, you've always wanted to learn how to do carpentry or you've always wanted to learn how to do pottery, but you're not and you haven't and you make excuses for reasons why, why you might not be good at it or you haven't got time really or there isn't enough room in, in the house for something or, you know, we create the excuses. So maybe, maybe just spend some time looking past the excuses, looking past the what might other people think and start to turn, you know, switch the amplifiers if you can. And some of us can do this without help and a lot of us can't, and I'm one of them. Uh, switch the amplifiers into that place that says, what do I want? What are the things I've always wanted to do? Let's just look past the all the reasons why I can't and maybe look for the reasons why you can. And there's a thing that I might share on another episode about reticular activating system, which is very similar to law of attraction, which you probably understand more easily, that the, and the brain works in this way that you, if you create a belief around something, your brain will seek evidence for confirming that belief is confirmation bias it relates to other things but if you understand that as a law of attraction as you think about as you think one thing you would draw it into into your existence into your experience so if you think that the truth is i can't do that because your brain will helpfully find you lots of evidence to support that belief so that you can go to someone like me 
yeah, but that won't work because. But maybe a place you could start is by thinking, what if I could just choose a belief that would allow me to do that thing? Like nothing more than that, just choose a belief that allows me to do that. What belief would I need to have to be able to say to myself, oh, you can do that. So I'm gonna leave you with that, a question. And I'll catch you on another episode in the coming year. I'm planning to switch that amplification in on myself, to step into a bigger space, to risk the criticism of what other people think on the basis of the benefit of what I know I can deliver and who I know I can help. And to balance that with the people that will go, who do you think you are? What do you think you're doing? Didn't work for me with the larger proportion of people who will go, wow, that was amazing. Thank goodness I did that. So as ever, if you found this helpful, please share widely on your own social media platform and check us out. Come and visit us at the uh, Menopause Anxiety Freedom group on Facebook. I'll just pop by the Mental Wealth Factory. I know I've been a little bit uh, remote of late on those platforms and I'm telling myself the story that it's all because I'm planning it for the new year and I am and I will I've given myself permission to to step back just for a moment to reassess to re-evaluate what I want for me and my business and what I can offer and how I can offer it but I will be back in the new year either bigger on Facebook or maybe LinkedIn haven't yet decided but I will in the meantime have a brilliant rest of day we're coming close to Christmas and I hope despite all the doom and gloom and drama that you are managing to find some pockets of joy. All right, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye for now.